Well, happy, happy day. And welcome <laughs> to episode 119 of Beyond the Wait with Henny and Sandy. Live from Canada. Better sound quality. My apologies. That's 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 on me and my loud voice. Here's here's the thing though, because we thought we were being so clever because Sandy was recording with different headphones. And so we even did like a trial run to make sure that they worked. And so we did a little recording and I like, you know, did what I needed to do and put it into the computer and listened to it back. And it was beautiful. What we didn't do was a trial run when we were sitting in the same room. And I speak so loudly that not only was my microphone picking up my voice, but Sandy's microphone was also picking up my voice. So my apologies. And and if you did listen to episode 118, thank you for, you know, grinning and bearing that. But today is going to be much, much better. It is. Okay, honey, do you know what really rots my crotch? (laughs) What rots your crotch? So I went to Timmy's um, so that I would have a nice coffee to enjoy while we were chatting before we recorded. Oh, and, but you uh, haven't been drinking coffee. Uh, well, I have because, but I'll explain that. So, okay. I, and I got a large because I was like, oh, I'm going to put it in my thermal thing and then I can still have, there'll be still some left and it'd be like, a, you know, a whole thing. Okay. Anyways. So I went, I went through a drive through one and, um, so I just ordered, you know, my coffee and whatever. And then I was like, Hmm, you know what? I'm going to pay for the guy behind me. Okay. I love that. Yeah. So, and the reason is because I was reminded because I don't know if I said this before, but when we were in, when, uh, we were in Denver, we had gone, I had We'd gone through, I think it was a Starbucks, but I had gotten out of the car to go to the washroom and Phil went through the drive-through. So when I, he'd already, you know, was out when I got back into the car and he said, the weirdest thing happened. He said, I got up to the window and the person ahead had paid. And I said, well, hon, did you pay for the person behind you? He's like, no. I go, (laughs) that's what you're supposed to do. I said, hon, it's called paying it forward. Like what the (laughs) hey, man? And he's like, oh, I didn't know. So then I felt bad, right? And then today I was reminded. And when I looked in my rearview mirror, I saw that it was a taxi driver. Okay. So I was like, you know, I think I'm going to do, like, that's even, to me, it was like a really nice thing. And I thought, but I'm wondering, because he may have been just confused by the whole thing. Oh, no. What happened? No, I'm just wondering. Maybe he was, you know, confused by the whole thing. Anyways, because the woman seemed like, I said, can I pay for the gentleman behind me? She goes, uh yeah I guess okay <laughs> okay she's like it's 520 I said that's fine yeah <laughs> you know anyways but here's what rots my crotch okay well what's the problem because I got home I opened up that large yes you know exactly I asked for hi can I get a um can I get a Coffee, large dark milk. Roast, milk only and they and they put cream in there oh honey yes gross so, but I was only, I was, and I thought, I mean, it, I, it does rot my crotch a bit, but it didn't upset me as much because I thought, you know what? I still paid it forward to that, you know. I hope you did. It, it wasn't um, like a trip that was completely wasted. Exactly. You did a good and then, thing. 
I did. And then I was going to pour it out. And I thought, no, I think one, I think I might actually go back through another drive through and just see if I can correct the mistake, which I'm sure. And did you do that? No, I haven't. No, you have it waiting for you. You're going to do it later. Okay. Correct. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will too. Yeah. Anyways, that was just uh, a little, Well, know. that was really nice of you to pay it forward. I, I guess for future reference, instead of asking to pay for the people behind you, you just have to say, I'm paying for the people behind me. Yeah. 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 That's really I've nice. Been, I, thank you. I've been wanting to tell you. Yes. Yesterday I messaged you and said, oh, I have to tell you, but I'm saving it for the podcast to tell Correct. you that I'm on and I did. Right. So. Earlier this, I think it was last week, one day we went for a walk up the street with the girls and there was a house up at the corner of, of the street and main street. And, um, I saw all this fruit that is just like fallen on the ground. And I said, I, I said, Oh, I said, no one's picking this fruit off this tree. I said, I think they're apricots. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking, there are hundreds of apricots on this one tree, okay. the house the house is a like the front. It's not been kept up. Like it's very overgrown. Okay. There's a um, an, a wheelchair accessible ramp built at the front and whatever. And so Emmeline said, um, "Oh, I think that's the same people that have always lived there." Um, uh, there's a, a an older couple, and they have um, uh, a, a son that's disabled, so they're often up. And she goes, "But no one has seen them." And so I said, oh, I said, well, I bet you if you just knocked on the door and just said, you know, can we pick the fruit? Because it's just like falling all over the ground, right? Yeah, yeah. And Emily's like, oh, she goes, I've never even noticed the fruit and the tree. And she goes, oh, so we finish the walk, we come home. She's already looking up recipes. I can make jam. I can make this. I can use a dehydrator and dehydrate and this and that. So all week she's been saying, I think I'm just going to leave a note in the door and maybe put it on their business card because most, a lot of the people on this street have been here for years and years and years. Right. Her family is, um, has a roofing company, Emmeline's, Mm -hmm. and they've done most of the roofs on that street. Right, 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 right. So anyway, she goes, well, if they don't answer, I'll just, you know, whatever. So fine. So finally last night, she goes, I think I'm going to go. I said, well, I'll come with you. She goes, you will? I said, yeah, I'll come with you. So yeah. anyways, we go up and uh, we're knocking on the door, but we we wait. Someone opens the door, uh, mm-hmm. an older gentleman. And, mm-hmm. um, he, you know, we've got our masks on, but we're not, we don't, we're not a hundred percent sure that he understood exactly what we were asking because okay. you know, when you're speaking to somebody and the look on their face and he's, yeah. he's, a, he was an Asian man. And, um, so I'm not sure if there was a bit of a language barrier or whatever. Right. 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 But anyway, well, and sometimes too, just when you're like, if you're not exp- expecting something or like if like people are asking you things that you never would have guessed someone would ask you that it's almost like I don't understand what you're asking me right now yeah Yeah. and Emmeline's so cute she's like hi (laughs) I I just noticed actually you know what she said she said we're just curious do you need some help picking your (laughs) your apricots (laughs) (laughs) what a lovely way to position it you know it's like well maybe they need some help and then we could just off, also ask, but we can have some, whatever. Yeah. And so he just kind of shook his head. And then I said, I, I, she took her mask down and she, and she said, well, could we pick some? And he was like, yeah. And she said, so it's okay that we can actually pick 
pick the apricots? And, and he again said yes. So he yeah. closed the door. We still are, we're not 100% positive that he okay. was okay with it. But then we went back down the street, got a ladder. We She had a bunch of empty, like, uh, little pint containers and okay. baskets from other stuff and, and whatever. So we went walking down. Now, now all the neighbors that are sitting out are like, what are you up to? Watching what you what's doing? going on. Yeah. And, and so we're like, we're just going to do something. So there we are with the ladder. She's up in the tree picking it. We picked a ton of apricots, a ton of apricots. Wow. So people, people are walking by and they're like, Oh, you're getting them. And we like, we asked they're like, you did. And they said it was okay. And we're like, well, yeah, they were falling all over the ground, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, and as people that are going, oh, you got a good, you got a good, uh, a good harvest there. We're like, yep, <laughs> walking back. So yeah. So anyways, this weekend, uh, Emmeline is going to make some preserves, some jams out of it, yeah. and then there are right now some in the dehydrator. Oh wow! Is she going to drop off a jar of jam to the house? Probably. <laughs> That's exactly what she said. She said, "I will, I will bring you some, some of the the jam." Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know. Oh, so that's was, really, that's really what a fun little thing to have done, like, and a cute little exactly. story. Yeah. So she, we're like taking photos last night, and she's up on the ladder, you know, and we're just like, but you could see people walking by, you know, and some people just kind of looked at us. And I said, we asked, like, we're not yeah. just like, walk, walk, we're not, like, we're not just your, stealing lock these your backyards. Yeah. Lock your backyard. If you have a vegetable garden, right. We'll just come along and just like hop fences along. The Could path. you even imagine? <laughs> oh, it was so fun. And then she's like, do you think we should go back and, and sweep everything up? And I said, Emmeline, there was the, the driveway was full already of, of yeah. stuff. I said, what would be nice is if, if, uh, you know, somebody could go and, and actually trim stuff back for them because it's clearly that there's nobody that they have to help. Uh, She said, she said that the, the front of the house always looked immaculate, you know, and it's it's very, it's very overgrown, but anyways, that was my fun story is like, you know, that we went and, uh, and, and picked, there was some. Oh, there's a few bees, little hornets, you know, okay. one like flew right out of one of the apricots as she went to pull it off. And anyways, but yeah, isn't little, that fun? Little stressful. That is super, super fun. Yeah. Yeah. We had a good time doing that. So now yeah. I have to wait and see um, how everything tastes. The dehydrator I'm... takes 24 hours. Okay. Yeah. She dehydrates everything. So anything that she has that looks like it's going off she okay. dehydrates she has a book it's called the dehydration bible interesting and that tells her like how yeah. long it takes or how like do you have to set a temperature on the dehydrator i i, I have no idea i, yeah, I don't think so either. i think it's I, just, I think i literally think it's just a timer on on there okay it looks very basic so okay so here's a question and maybe this is like a dumb question because i'm naive when it comes to this stuff and i don't really know a sun-dried tomato is that just like a dehydrated tomato or is there more to it i i think so i i'm not 100 percent sure it may be a specific um variety of tomato thank you i was like what's the word that's not a breed no (laughs) i mean (laughs) it could be it could be, yeah, it, it, it totally yeah, could be. Yeah, variety, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. I was just thinking about, like, dehydrating things, and I thought, okay, like, you know, 
all sorts of like dried fruits, right? Like raisins yeah. or fried apricots or banana chips or things like that. But then I was thinking, oh, I wonder if you could like, what kind of vegetables would you dehydrate? And then I thought of a tomato, which actually is a silly argument because a tomato is also a fruit, but you know. Oh, so I'm just looking here. Tomatoes that have been dehydrated by placing in the sun, a dehydrator or an oven. Okay. There's a sun-dried tomato. Done. That's it. I actually, so I love tomatoes. Yeah. Love them. Cherry tomatoes, grape tomatoes, on-the-vine tomatoes, hothouse tomatoes, like all tomatoes. Love them. And like a fresh field tomato, like, ooh, slice that up and eat it on toast, like, or just like slice it up with some salt and pepper and like, mm. you know, munch on it, like delicious. And I like tomatoes in all sorts of different places, like put tomatoes on pizza, put tomatoes on, you know, like wherever it is. I actually don't really like sun-dried tomatoes. I, I was like, I knew where this was going. <laughs> so I, they're very, I mean, they're very strong tasting, yeah. but I, I have recently um, made, I think I've thrown them in and I've done pasta. Which okay. with just a little bit of olive oil, like a, the recipe yeah. didn't have a lot of ingredients, but that's, I think the problem, like the problem is if you put too much with it because they are so flavorful, like they all on their own. Yeah. They're, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah they're not my, they're not my favorite. I mean, they're fine, you know, Yeah. but, but they're not my favorite thing. Yeah. I actually think I made not a knocky dish with them. I, I think that it was one okay. of those where I like, Put into Google sun-dried yeah. tomatoes and gnocchi recipes. Okay, and that and then I looked in my pantry, and that's what I had. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and it I was mean, as as you do. <laughs> as you do. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. All right, one more thing because yeah. the donut the donut fiasco. Now, I mean, I should have mentioned that with the whole Tim Hortons thing. Oh, I was going to say what's the donut fiasco, but I know the donut the, fiasco. This, Specialty in air quotes donuts that they charge a dollar ninety nine for, which are ridiculous. Okay, so what's the cost of a regular donut at Tim Hortons? Also, also ridiculous because they have like their classics or something. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna call BS on that because <laughs> your donuts are so boring now. Yeah. Not to mention the actual classics, like the Walnut Crunch, you don't even carry anymore. Yeah. So Blue they're Tim Hortons. No, because they're expensive to make. That's why. So they want to, like, just rip yeah. everybody off and make as much money so as they like, can off of their stupid donuts. Right. So let's say I go to Tim Hortons <laughs> and I want an old-fashioned plane. What am I, I paying for that? Yeah, I think 99 cents. 99 cents. Okay. Yeah. But... If I want then, one of these new fan, well, then sometimes they have like special donuts that are like done up for a sports team, like yes. they have like Hamilton Tie Cat, exactly, ones, or like yeah. Blue Jay ones, and those ones I think are more like those are like a dollar forty nine or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's the thing; they have like three tiers, right? Which is ridiculous because yeah. we're talking about it's a donut. donut it's a donut hierarchy. <laughs> donut hierarchy, right? And at the very top of the hierarchy is, the is this ripoff. Is this brand new donut <laughs> that? And there's, there's two different ones, right. and they are 
They are called the filled ring dream donuts. There's no dream. And the one we bought had no ring filled. So. So here's what it says about. So there's a strawberry shortcake one and there's also a vanilla cream puff one. And so the the one that you bought with your granddaughters was the vanilla cream puff right correct so here's what the article says it says the vanilla cream puff filled ring dream donut features a vanilla filling and is topped with a drizzle of chocolate syrup and a dusting of white donut sugar that is not what i had no Mine had a, a big thing of cream in it. So was it not that, that it is what the donut shows in the photo. That's what I asked for. That is not what we got. It had whipped cream kind of in the middle of it, like just on the top, like where sitting thing. on the top of the donut. Yes. Hole. Like imagine, Correct. imagine an inner tube, yes. like for the lazy river and you sit with your bum in the hole. Yes. That's where the whipped cream yes. was on the donut. Correct. Okay. Absolutely. Gotcha. Gotcha. So anyways, the girls asked, you know, and Riley asked for it. And then she said, well, we'll just split one. I said, okay, they hadn't, we, I hadn't bought them anything like that. We didn't need any of that kind of stuff. So anyway, I buy it. And first of all, they give me, I'm like, I didn't order a Big Mac. Like I ordered a, comes in a box. So, you know, it's like, it is really the top of the heap because it gets a box. It's not in the bag. What happened to putting it in the bag? And then you get the pleasure of like, putting like opening it and licking the inside of the bag yeah if it has like you know if you had a maple walnut dip or a chocolate dip or like like wetting your finger to like yeah like get all the crumbs and or the powder like if it's a powdered one right anyway but now it's in it it's got you know presentation i gotta open this clamshell box so anyway open the box and and i'm looking at this thing and i'm like what a rip man it's been a buck 95 or a buck 99 for this thing. So I break it open and I'm like, there's like, what is this? There's like nothing really in it. So give them each a half of it. And then I'm totally complaining. I said, you know what I find from, you know what the value of like, as far as value, I give that a thumbs down, <laughs> thumbs down. But I don't mind paying two bucks for a donut if it's good. But yeah, that is just some random, just like in the back with a squirt thing with, whipped cream shove some whipped cream in there so i said to the girls so is it a yes thumbs up and eh, you know or down riley still thought it was a thumbs up nevaeh thought it was an eh, eh. but okay stay in your lane like tim hortons <laughs> yeah. you don't need to be everything to everybody right like you know they were selling beyond meat burgers you're not a fast food like burger joint coffee and donuts and like yeah and then you take all the good stuff away because it's well they can't streamline it that's the problem because then they went from having bakers to freezing everything like making it in a factory and then they just i don't even know and then they just decorate it there yeah i'm a little little burned by this whole thing and like maybe that's the thing (laughs) with these like you know dream donuts is like it's all about because all they do on site is the decoration, right? So all of the donuts that they are selling have to be something that is like decorative. Yeah. But, but like now the funniest, okay. So number one, I think it's, there's a part of me that just thinks it's really silly that you're filling a ringed donut. Yeah. 
you know, so I, I find that a little odd. I also think that it's really, I mean, I think it's ridiculous that it has this like huge, long, big name that no one could possibly remember what the name is because yeah, like it's, it's right. a, you know, it's some, you know, this, it's a <laughs> vanilla puff ring, something, something dream. Don't like what, what, like that's ridiculous. Because why? Because they're trying to compete with Starbucks and, and have like a venti, <laughs> you know, yeah. Latte with like you know yeah. quarter soy milk and a quarter this milk or whatever. Ridiculous. 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 I think that what they really need to do is to hire a new product development team. Yeah. <laughs> because they've run out of ideas. Or how about you just go back to basics? Yeah. And see That's what they how your do. sales increase. That's what they now, should do. The one thing I did see is that they actually do use eggs now. Like yes. for, for their sandwiches. For their they, sandwiches, yes. Yeah. That is true. But, but also, anyway, I mean, obviously, I've, I'm going on far too much about this whole situation. <laughs> it's just really With, funny. Like, if you don't pay a lot for something, you expect it to be kind of crappy. Yes. Right. But when exactly. when you feel like you're paying double what you should be paying, you expect yeah. this to be, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's not going to be the most delicious thing you ever had, but at least you expect it to be bigger, fancier, like something. Yep. And this, I mean, other than the box that it came in, this yeah. was not bigger or fancier. Like this yeah. was just, uh, you know, Right, run of the mill yeast donut with a you know with a little squirt of whipped cream from an aerosol can you know like <laughs> yeah yeah it was just a crotch rotter that's what it was that's what it was <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought I was over it but clearly it was a week ago <laughs> clearly it's still really bothering you <laughs> so, and, I, and now I also feel like when I come to run with you on Sunday that I just have to buy the strawberry one so that we can do an experiment at your house and cut it open and then just see and, and then maybe see. and if there's nothing in the middle of that thing or if it looks nothing like the photo I might just have to send them an email and just tell them how totally disappointed I am just because you know because oh. I, <laughs> I you're going to send a strongly worded email to Tim Hortons <laughs> About about how their product looks nothing like the photo. Oh dear. I mean, right. If you okay. if if that would make you feel better, <laughs> I think I would support you in that decision. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So, the so the wind is out of my sails now. I'm done. <laughs> so Sandy, change of topic. Mm -hmm. Um. I, so I was reading a book this past week and it wasn't, it wasn't on, it wasn't a book that was on my radar, but, um, Tim got it from the library and he and I sometimes share a library account. And so he got it on my account and then, but he, as mm. he was reading it, he was highlighting things in the book that he really liked. And then he was like, and so he said, he's like, I think you're really going to like this. So when I'm finished reading it, like you should read it. And then like, 
like you can see where I've highlighted things. And so I was like, okay, like I'm up for that. He's like, it's a really quick read. Like, and it, and it was a really quick read. And so uh, this past week I got, I had a few days where I got to get away and, and go and sit on a beach at a cottage and it was a perfect beach read. So that's what I was busy reading while I was away. And the book is called hashtag very fat hashtag very brave and the subtitle of the book get ready for this it's really long oh god the subtitle of the book is the fat girl's guide to being hashtag brave and not a dejected melancholy down in the dumps weeping fat girl in a bikini all righty and it's written by nicole byer who is a comedian and so you know okay her... first of all can i, can I just stop you there First yeah. of all, what in that title, yeah, like piqued Tim's interest? Nothing in the title, just the author. Okay. <laughs> yeah. After so, he just read it, I was like, "What on any of that <laughs> would he have been like? Whoa! Wow, I have to read that. Must read book on my list. Yeah. I mean, nothing. I mean, nothing about it. This sounds like a must read other than it just sounds <laughs> hilarious. Like it just sounds okay. ridiculous and fun. Yeah. So, so anyway, Nicole Byer, so she's, um, relatively famous. She's a, she's a host on a couple of different shows. The, the one that she's probably best known for is she's, she's the host of nailed it on Netflix. And, and so she, but she's extremely funny and the entire so this is the book she and she tells the first part of the book is like her telling us like being um promoting positive self-esteem and confidence and and uh you know the idea that however your body is if you are happy with that body then be happy with your body and and so and then she also tells like a few little stories and then the second half of the book is just pictures of her in a variety of different bikinis in a variety of different places and and so she what was what was the most interesting to me in the book is she tells this story about like her uh, you know in different times of her life so as a as a small child like as a small kid like let's say seven eight nine loving to swim loving the water loving swimming like swimming whenever she could at all you know whatever opportunity she had she just loved to do it and then in her you know like preteen years and then into her teenage years slowly like slowly but surely doing less swimming but also like swimming with more and more clothes so like it mm. went from you know just like going out in a bathing suit and doing what you did to like well now she wore a bathing suit with shorts and mm. then she was wearing a bathing suit with like a shirt and then she was wearing like pants because she didn't even want to expose her legs and like and it was like as she moved through her teenage years she was putting more and more clothes on and doing this activity that she loved and always loved but doing it less and less because she felt too self-conscious to do it mm. and then 
And then, so then she writes about like being in her, you know, late teens and, and young adult le- or and, and early twenties and, and coming to a moment where she was like, this is ridiculous. Like, this is the body that I have. And I like to swim, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, so, so she made the decision to just get a bathing suit and just swim. And, and she, you know, how empowering it was to do that. And then she tells the story about, and I, and I'm going to get this wrong. Cause I, my, my memory is a tiny bit hazy. Um, but I think she was, maybe she was going away somewhere and a friend of hers said, like, like, su- I don't know if a friend of hers suggested or if maybe she was the one who said, like, I wonder if I could get a two-piece. And her friend was like, obviously, you can get a two-piece. Like, you know, and so and so she got, so that was the first time that she got a two-piece. But then, like, even sort of wrestling in her own mind about, like, can like can this body wear a two-piece bathing suit and but you know just like being so freed by it and just loving it and now all she does is wear bikinis and two-pieces and so the rest of the book is just pictures of her wearing like all her different bikinis but of course because she's a comedian and because she's you know making a very uh like opinionated statement but in like you know in a funny like she does it in a funny way what she's done is she actually posted all of these I think I believe that she posted all of the pictures on social media with like hashtags and and little captions below them but all of the captions are like ridiculous like tongue-in-cheek kind of things like about you know imagine if you know like there's a picture of her wearing a bikini that has like fast food on it and she's holding a hamburger and so she says like you know I've got fast food on my you know imagine like if someone sees me wearing this and like they're gonna think that you know I might be so hungry I'd want to eat them or like and so all of these things are like so outlandish about like super exaggerated perceptions that people have about people who are fat right yeah and like some of them were so funny like there's one where she's like lying or sitting on like some gravel and so she like her caption is something about like this used to be a huge rock and then like and then I sat on it or like like just ridiculous but then it's all all of them are hashtag like hashtag brave hashtag brave like because I guess what happened is she saw that whenever someone who wasn't in a typical body or not a typical body but what is perceived to be a normal and beautiful body so you know if you know people weren't white if people weren't thin if people weren't able-bodied like and they posted something on on social media people would make comments about that being so courageous and so that's sort of her like Uh, tongue-in-cheekly saying like so I'm being brave because here I am um you know this self-proclaimed fat black woman posting these you know here I am in this bikini and I mean she's gorgeous you know um but there was one picture in particular that was just like it's 
You know, I think what I really liked about it, oh, here's the picture that I really love. I'll have to, I should, I should share this um, yeah. on our, on our Instagram post because it's so funny. It's her in a bright, like neon green bikini sitting on a huge rock, like in the middle of a park somewhere. And it says, hashtag bravery is finding furniture in nature to support your weight. (laughs) (laughs) And like, there's so many things like, it's just, you know, it's so like poking fun at people's belief that you have to be in a certain body to do things. But then like also just, you know, completely flipping the script and being like, but here I am in this body and this is what I'm doing. And what I really liked about, so, I mean, the second half of the book with all the photos and the captions was funny. Like I was giggling out loud, but the first half of the book, what I really liked about it was that it was really all about whatever you've got, that's what you've got. And if you want to change things, change things. And if you don't want to change things, don't change things. And, but the point is that everyone is living in their own body. And Mm -hmm. so we just need to be content with whatever bodies people have. And I feel like that was kind of the perspective that I've been looking for in the things that we have been reading that have been about body positivity or anti-fat bias and, and body shaming that, that this is the perspective that I feel like we need to have that if you want to make some sort of a change in your body, because that's, what's going to be better for you. That's what you should be doing. And if you don't, then that's what you should be doing. Like, and, and I also really like that the perspective is really not to, you don't have to, you don't have to prevent yourself from doing things because you're waiting for your body to be a certain way. Yeah. yeah. Right? And I feel like that's a good message too, because often mm-hmm. I think, especially when it comes to things like wearing a bathing suit and swimming, I think a lot of people who carry extra weight don't necessarily feel like there's a place for them in that. Mm -hmm. You know, it just reminded me just um, when you said, you know, waiting to be a certain size to do whatever and that my, when I was at my mom's last week, we uh, were going through some photos and she picks a photo. She gives it to me. She goes, oh, here's one of your dad and I. She goes, oh, we were a lot smaller then. So anyways, I take the photo and whatever. Yeah. And I said, he said, you know what, mom, though, I can guarantee you that at, like at the time this photo was taken, mm-hmm. you were saying daily, I need to lose 10 pounds. I need yeah. to lose 10 pounds. I said, wouldn't you like to be this? Like, like today, like that would, you know, and, and I think that a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of us do that. It's like, we're never happy or feel like, feel comfortable with where we are right now, because we're always wanting something different. But then when we get to something different, we look back and realize, geez, where I was before was probably okay. Mm -hmm. Whether it's, whether it's. 50 pounds heavier or 50 pounds lighter than, than the current state you're in. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's a a really good point is to 
do whatever you want to do right now and enjoy that. Mm -hmm. Even if it's not the, the end, the end place, like it's not the end point for you. Right. Yeah. Because you don't, yeah. Yeah. You don't know what, how things are going to change, um, going forward. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a very, it's a good reminder. Yeah, it was, it was really, I really liked that. I really liked that it was, you know, all about exactly like what you said, like, don't, don't wait for things because, yeah, because you don't know what life brings really. Right. So it's really about, you know, doing, you know, seizing the day, right. Doing, doing what you want to do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and being understanding and compassionate and, uh, appreciative of the body that you have and the bodies that other people have too. Well, that's, that was what I was going to say is because it's, it's, it's one thing to be, you know what, I'm okay with what's going on. If there's something I want to change, some things we can change other things we can't change without Correct. outside interventions, you know, aging, aging, you know, our, our skin loses its elasticity. Yeah. Um, your weight can stay exactly the same, but things shift around, yeah. you know, and, um, we can be okay with it, but it's when people are vocal about what, you know, they like somehow, the way that I look in a bathing suit is offensive to someone else, like bothers them so much that they need to make a comment. Why? Yeah. Like why? Yeah. You know? Yeah. You find it distasteful. Be glad your body doesn't look like my body then. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's that, I think that's, that's the difficult part of, of reconciling and being okay with the way and doing the things that you want to do is because you're getting all this outside interference Mm -hmm. that is playing with that message that you're telling yourself every day. Yeah. And we're never, I don't think we're ever, we're never going to, that will never ever go to completely go away. You know, like they, those outside things. And it's, it's easy to say, just don't, you know, doesn't matter what people think, blah, blah, blah. And to a certain extent, that can work. Yeah. But I don't think any of us can completely block that out 100%. No. But, yeah. And the other thing that happens is when you are constantly bombarded with a certain message, then you even if you don't realize it, you do internalize that messaging yourself, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the real, and like, and that's a real trick too, that, you know, that, you know, other people, well, I mean, even in this, even in this exact example with, um, with a person who has overweight wearing a bathing suit or wearing a, in particular a two-piece bathing suit, you know, there are a lot of people who would look at the, like, look at that and say, like, you know, you shouldn't be wearing that bathing suit. Why are you wearing a bathing suit like that for whatever, you know, because, mm-hmm. it, you know, whether it's, 
you know, I find it offensive. I find it, you know, visually, you know, distasteful, yeah. like whatever, yeah. like, like something has told you, like told you in society or us in society that that is not what we're meant to look at. Yes. Right. And yeah. so that's the problem. And, but yeah. the issue is that it, that affects us too. And so, so as a person who lives in a body that society is generally not expecting to see in a two-piece bathing suit, mm-hmm. like I also don't own a two-piece bathing suit. Yeah. Well, why not? Yeah. Because I don't feel like I should. You know mm. what I mean? Like, so like it, it, I think that that messaging and it's, it's because you said it's one, like, it's easy to say, oh, I don't care what other people think, or I don't, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter what people say, but there is an element of, like, but it seeps inside anyway. For sure, for sure it does. And, and then, you, I mean, I, as you were, as you were explaining, or, or talking about that, I also thought, you know, that the people who, who feel the need to make a comment, the reason they're doing that is because, something in society, whether it was uh, marketing, whatever, mm-hmm. has also given them, fed them that same message that this is what you are supposed to see. Right? Yes. That, yes. So it's not just us realizing that there's, you know, what we see in a magazine is not what we see in the mirror, but mm-hmm. it's also to other people to say, well, that's not what I'm seeing when I'm out at the beach. Mm-hmm. Or what I see in a movie, what I see, um, mm-hmm. you know, in a print ad or a commercial. So yeah. it's, I mean, the problem is the messaging. Yeah, 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 <laughs> absolutely. And so, yeah. so right on the heels of reading that book, I yeah. read another book that we have spoken about before, ages ago. Because the author is Sonia Renee Taylor, who was featured as a guest on Brene Brown's podcast, Unlocking Us. And her book is called The Body is Not an Apology, The Power Mm -hmm. of Radical Self-Love. And so I finally got my hands on her book and I read it immediately following Nicole Byer's book. Yeah. And it's the same thing. It's the same messaging that people just have to be people. And we have to recognize each other as people. And mm-hmm. what is best for you and what is best for you and what's best for you might all be different things. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. And you just have to know what's best for you and do it and feel assured that you're doing what you need to be doing. And, and so she had, and so in her book, the body is not an apology. It's really about that, that, that there is this societal idea of what a normal body is. And so she said, and this is a quote from her book. She said that normal has become the pathway to worth and beauty. Mm-hmm. And so normal, oh. and so she breaks it down and talks about race, talks about ability, talks mm-hmm. about 
body size and shape, um, you know, and, and talks about all these, talks about gender, you know, and so she goes further than just talking about body size, but it's all connected in that in our society, and I'm going to say Western societies, North American, Western European society in, you know, 2021, there is a very, like, when, if I said to you, like, well, if, you know, like, oh, I saw this person, or what the person looked like, oh, you know, like, normal, like, just normal, like, what, yeah. what, what, what do you see in your head? Yeah. Right? And mm-hmm. most of us are going to have a pretty similar yes. picture i think and yeah. and that's a problem yeah because yeah. we don't look the same yeah and so when we're envisioning what is normal and we're all envisioning the same thing we have a real issue yeah you know and so mm. the other thing that that sonia renee taylor wrote in her book was she said we must become the architects of a world that works for everybody and yeah. everybody. Yeah. And brilliant. that, and so that brilliant, right? And so that's yeah. exactly what you're saying. It's the messaging. It's the way the world is organized. It's the systems that are at work. Yeah. And as long as those systems are in place, we're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. Right. It's, it's disrupting the way that the world is. And I love this mm-hmm. idea about being the architects of a world yeah. that works for everyone. Exactly. You know, exactly. and, and yeah. And, and that, you know, every person needs something that is a little bit different and every person lives in a body and each of those bodies also needs something a little bit different you know and it was just it was so interesting to have read accidentally these two books side by side and they're Mm. such they're such a different take because Nicole Byer's book is totally comedic totally tongue-in-cheek totally like poking fun at the world and then Sonia Sonia Renee Taylor's book is very self-help you know here's here's what's wrong with the world here's how you need to love yourself you know and and Mm -hmm. yet the perspective and the the ultimate message is the same yeah you know, we as a society have to be more accepting that different is what is normal. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's like, it's, it's a, it's a big shift. Yeah. To, to happen, but we shouldn't allow that to keep us from doing anything about it. Yeah. So we have control in our own circle of influence yes right to catch ourselves when we also have that because that same thought process to pull it back when we're in groups of people when a conversation may present an opportunity for us to interject ourselves in to say something mm-hmm. and it's I, it really, I, for me, like just listening to what you were saying and thinking about 
you know, how do we make that change? Because it's very easy for ever, for all of us to say about the environment, the same thing. Well, it's too big and we're leaving yeah. it up to someone else to do, you know, mm -hmm. but, but the thing is, the point is, is that we all do have some power. Mm -hmm. It may not be a grandiose amount of power, but we do have some power. And then in this situation, we do have a circle of influence. And that circle does grow and shift and ebb and flow mm -hmm. and in different scenarios. But we need to be vocal about it. We need to feel okay to be vocal about it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's an educational thing because yeah. for, for people that maybe have never had to deal with, you know, bought any type of body image and which if I don't think there's anybody because I think everyone has something I think so too, whether it's height or weight yeah. or acne or freckles or glasses or skin, or skin color or eye color or truly, yeah, tons of things that, um, now I've lost my train of thought. Mm -hmm. We have something, but it's, it's to let people know there's another side to it. Like yeah. we, we, you know, we'd see, we see people at a certain point in time. We don't know what the story was before. Mm -hmm. They don't. They don't know what their next story is or what the continuation is mm -hmm. either. But mm -hmm. often we never ask any questions to find things out. We make assumptions mm -hmm. based on what we see in front of us. You know, so, just, like what you're saying is, when you see the ad for the Ring Dream Donut, <laughs> yes expected to be filled with cream because that's what the ad said well i certainly did <laughs> so you know honey when you start talking about two-piece bathing suits because you know i don't know it was like maybe three years ago that i just decided i was just going to wear a two-piece bathing yeah. suit right yeah but here's so here's the thing so then you know we didn't nobody really went anywhere i didn't have an opportunity to have to put a bathing suit on the last you know year and a half and right. so then I went to put my bathing suit on and my, but my weight has not changed, Yeah. but everything has shifted and I have a lot more like cellulite, dimply, crepey things going on from my like lower body. Right. That I, I, like, I don't think I will wear it again. Right. Because, and that's the difference. So is that I, I, I have to be comfortable with how I look in it too. Of course. Yes. Yes. Right. So it's one thing to just, to, to just be like, Oh, well, I'm not going to really care, but I also feel very self-conscious about it yeah. only because I am not, I don't like the way it looks. But then the other part of me is like, I am in the best shape I have ever been in in my life. Yeah. Right. And so, and I think you would say the same thing about yourself. Like you feel just like, you know, strong. I, yeah. I'm doing things I never imagined that I would ever do. I'm enjoying being active and yeah. doing the things that I'm doing, even as I get older, that yeah. it's, you know, I haven't got to the point yet where my body is like, had to say, okay, well, you know what, you're going to have to transition from doing this to this. Right. Because yeah. It's yeah. just not the smart thing to do for longevity. Yeah. And, and then, and then, but, but, and then I put on the bathing suit and I'm just like, oh man, but then I'm not going to not ever wear a bathing suit. Yeah. I bought a new, new bottom. So they're a little higher, but, okay. that isn't gonna, but that doesn't hide the other stuff. I mean, the, the wrinkles on my stomach, I'm, I'm okay with, that's fine. I don't care. Like, you know, 
And do you feel like confident enough that you would wear this new bottoms with the with the top that you have? You know, depending on where I was. That's the yeah. thing. Yeah. Like and unfortunately and, and I don't like it to be like that because I just feel like yeah. you know. I think the other thing when like talking about all the outside messages. Yeah. I think that the thing that we can do to always keep ourselves in a better space to be able to let those things kind of roll and not mm-hmm. sort of penetrate and like they're going to penetrate a little bit but that take a hold mm-hmm. is getting enough sleep eating well like always feeling as as the best yeah. that we actually can because you yeah. know what it's like I know for me like if, if there's something one thing that I've learned definitely in the last year and a half is that the weather really really does a trick on me like yeah. and if it's and then if there's other things that are already happening, yeah. it is just a, like, it's a snowball effect for me. Yeah. Like, so it's like, okay, you know that the weather's going to look like this. Like, what are the other things that you can do? Because you know, then if you haven't, if you've eaten too much the day before, like I wake up and I feel sluggish, you know, yeah. there's all of those things. Or if, if I couldn't sleep because I was thinking about stuff and then it yeah. kept me awake and so it just makes everything seem worse. So I think that that, you know, just trying to spend more energy on those things. Well, there is an absolute connection between how your physical body feels and how you mentally feel as well, right? And when yeah. and when your physical body is feeling at it you know at its peak like optimal and prime like when you know when you've like you said when you've had enough sleep when you've uh when you've been eating well when you've been drinking enough water like when you've been when you've been active like when you've got all that going on and your body feels good then even if there are things going on that are making you feel not so great the fact that your body feels good is a huge help yeah so that so that that stuff is really important and i think that stuff is really important when it comes to you know as sonia renee taylor would say radical self-love right like like loving yourself for the person that you are and for the things that you've got Mm -hmm. despite all i mean the other thing that we haven't we haven't mentioned is not even just the self the things that you do for yourself it's also about the circle that you a people that you have yeah well, it's, it all goes back to the messaging idea, right? The, the messaging that you want to receive is messaging that is telling you positive affirmations, right? And so yeah. if you're surrounding yourself with people who aren't giving that to you and who aren't giving that to themselves, right? Because it's like you said, it doesn't have to be that to hang around with someone, even if they only ever said nice things to you, if they're constantly saying negative things to themselves, yes, you you feed off on that too, right? Yeah, yeah. So 100%. I think I think the the people around us is a big is a yeah. is a big part that you're right that we never mentioned before now. Yeah, but interesting to have read both those books back to back interesting that they were two completely different takes on the exact same idea as as i perceive them to be right um and also like i don't know it's got me thinking that maybe it's about time i got myself a two-piece bathing suit i I don't know we'll see you should i 100 percent you should 
hundred percent. So we'll see. I mean, you know, we'll just go and jiggle around. <laughs> you know, that's what I do. <laughs> Whether I'm in a one piece or a two piece, I'm jiggling. So might as well. <laughs> Actually, we were at the co- we were at the cottage. Uh, with I was there with some girlfriends, and and I got up out of my lawn chair to like go in the water, and the and the one girl said, "Ah, oh, how is it that you have no cellulite on your legs?" <laughs> and I turned around. And I said, "Because I've got stretch marks." <laughs> and she was like, "I'll take that answer." <laughs> Oh dear! No one's got a perfect body. <laughs> you know the other thing is I I like I I think oh gosh I look at my arm and then I've got this wrinkly things and I had like three people since I've been in Canada be like what do you do to get your arms yeah. and I'm like what and I'm yeah. and so you don't see it people for yourself, no right? people see so things that you don't see absolutely yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And and it wasn't even like because you know sometimes you can look, like position your arms so you know yeah. that the that that's the best the best part forward or whatever. Of but course. I wasn't even doing that. It was no. just like random. <laughs> just just minding my business. <laughs> yeah, I think the best was so when I was trying on the dresses. So this I I think I found a dress for my son's wedding. And uh, I know, and it was like on a deal, and it was just like random, and I went and tried it on, and it was like fit and. Uh, and so my youngest son's girlfriend, um, she took a photo and whatever. And she was like, oh, my gosh, you have such a beautiful body and whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And then that uh, that night when I we went, we were we made dinner. And she says, oh, your mom bought this dress. And she's like, I just have to say it. Your mom's hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I was almost like, can you ever- can I record that? Yeah, so that I can just play it to myself, just like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on repeat. Sandy's <laughs> gonna Sandy's gonna go to bed like at night, like it's gonna be one of those sleep. Right. Meditations. Your mom's hot. Your mom's hot. <laughs> but the, the angle she took the photo from the back, I was like, I even thought my butt looked really great without any it, dimples. You could see the dimples, but it looked it pretty is, good. It, you looked fantastic. Like it was a very good. It was kind of like a slight side, so you didn't get it. I was like, it wasn't was the good. angle. It was the body <laughs> in the photo. <laughs> Super funny. Well, thank you. As always, an absolute delight. Yes. But you know what's a real treat is that tomorrow I am actually meeting someone that I've never met before. I oh only know. I only know virtually. And only because they happen to go to a workshop of yours mm-hmm. and then started listening to the podcast and then went back and started right from the very beginning episode because she's as ridiculous as we are. <laughs> yes. And so I'm meeting Steph tomorrow. That's so exciting. I am so excited. Yes. I'm so jealous that I'm going to miss out. I know, but you're going, but you're going to a Blue Jay game. So, you know, I know can't really complain no you can't can't, all right well i'm interested if you have read either very fat very brave or the body is not an apology uh, i'd love to hear your thoughts if you if you want to read either one of those books i'll put the full titles with the authors in the show notes so you can find them there 
and uh, if, if you, or and if you agree with the donut fiasco being a complete <laughs> ripoff, please uh, let me know that I'm not alone. <laughs> yes, and if you um, are, you know, maybe gonna build some confidence and get yourself a new bathing yes. suit. Yes, uh, we want to know about that too. Absolutely, hundred percent. All right. All right. Thanks, Sandy. All right. Ciao. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye, hun. Bye.